That's exactly what we do. Back in the saddle. Yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. It's great though, right? I feel like it's been forever. It's been a long time for you and I, but for the listener, Not for the listener, no. We haven't even noticed no, that we, we were gone. Because we take care of the listener. That's exactly right. But for you and I, it's been a long it feels time. Feels like it's been 40 forever. It has been a long time. See what I did there? 40 forever? 40 forever. Because yeah. oh. <laughs> That's clever. Still slow, That's though. <laughs> He's still slow, guys. <laughs> That's at Ozumbo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That now he's fantastic. stealing my bit. <laughs> Super slow, and then he's stealing my bit. That's all I do here. <laughs> That's all I do here. Well, it's good to be back. It is good to be back. I was saying it felt right. Yeah. It felt it right. We needed it. Reunited, and it feels so good. Don't it, though? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. How was your holiday, in a word? Nice. Nice. Yeah. How was yours? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I love my holiday. Yeah, I do. You know I, lo- you I love, love Christmas. my Christmas. You do. I, more than anything. It's. I love that you love Christmas because it's one of those things that, about you that people would find surprising. No one ever expects it. Yeah. I've never told somebody how much I like Christmas and had them go like, totally. That fits. I see that. Right, right. <laughs> no. Everybody's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I love it. Yeah. It's the one thing. It's the one vestigial childhood joy that I refuse to let go of. And don't. Don't no, ever let go of it. I have a it. death grasp on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never let the joy leave my heart. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting it back. The last two Christmases I've spent all by myself. And that's helping me to get Chris, well, the joy of Christmas that's back. That's the key to your joy, buddy. Yeah. It, it is. is. Being alone. A little solitude <laughs> goes a long way. You know? <laughs> I'm there. I'm drinking eggnog. <laughs> I'm in my underwear. My dog is with me. <laughs> he and I are playing video games together. It's great. This is a very unique feeling I have recording with you, which is like super sad. And then also like it's comfortable. Like I'm, we're, <laughs> like it's super sad, but it's also very comfortable. It's like a sad blanket. It's also very safe. You're <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is very safe. For one of us. I don't, I'm sure you don't feel safe. No, I feel pretty safe. Emotionally. Well, no. no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Gotta, no, no. I Emotionally, keep, no. I got to keep reminding myself to keep my fists up. That's protecting right. Protecting the Yeah, stick face. and move. That's right. Stick and move. <laughs> don't. You can't win, Rock. <laughs> you can't win, Rock. It just runs through my head. What? Oh, you can't. I, I can't, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't win, Rock. <laughs> He's a wrecking machine. <laughs> No, my favorite all-time actors, oh, Mr. Burgess Meredith. He's so good. Yeah, we've hope, cast. Ju- we, we just, all right, we all right, just, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. He's up for Shelley in the current. You know, people are voting right now. In as our, we speak, as we speak, people are voting. The votes are pouring in, in by the thousands. <laughs> and uh, so, if you haven't voted yet, I suggest you get in there. I do like looking at the percentages mostly, and not the sheer numbers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because that way I can tell myself <laughs> that there are thousands. <laughs> There's hundreds of people voting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not on Twitter voting for your who would they play champion, yeah. go in and do that for each of the roles. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I can I can tell right now. I can tell you it's fun. <laughs> and you got to take my word for it. You're willing it. to go out on that limb. I'm, not, I'm willing to die on and that you, hill. You, <laughs> it's fun. It's a it's a it is a fun it's a fun you, little vote. You click and get it's, in there. It's fun. And you immediately see what your vote does yeah. to the changing board if you will that's right you know the leaderboard that's right it's fun i'm fucked on the board (laughs) on the board i'm fucked on the board and it is fun it's fun it is although my partner just told me i'm not allowed to vote (laughs) 
which really took me aback. Well, it's, you already voted. I did. I explained this. I want to vote on multiple platforms. <laughs> I vote with my mouth. I vote with my thumbs. Now, what you want is to be validated. You want you want everyone else to agree with your well, choice. Look, look. <laughs> that may or may not be true. Do I want my guy to win? Of course they yeah, do. That's right. Of course they And do. then you want to rub my nose in it. <laughs> You're like, see, I told you Chris Humphreys was the best. <laughs> that's how you knew I was voting, right? You're like, I was like, okay. Who okay. else is, who voting, else for is voting for Chris Humphreys? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Wasn't I even like Humph? Like yes. hashtag Humph? Yeah, you were like pushing. Yeah, pushing. Hashtag him. Humph. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about you it. You were so happy that he was in the lead <laughs> with one vote. So I was like, "Oh, ob- this is obvious." Well, you get in early, <laughs> you know. You know, you can't lead the whole race. That's right. Sometimes you're just that guy. What do they call that guy? The first voter. That well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a name for a guy in a foot race who like sets a blazing path oh, yeah. and then dies at the end. The rabbit. The rabbit. Thank you. I That's was well the, done. I was the rabbit. You seem like a rabbit. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> You did that? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean you were the rabbit? I'm sure I told this story before. But you ran it, track? When I ran track in uh-huh. high school, I did the 800 <laughs> meters, and I sucked at it. I was terrible. Shorts were really short then, too. They were. Guys. They were super short. <laughs> like, so short. Yeah. yeah. But I have, I mean, my legs are one of my favorite No, you have features. some nice quads. It's true. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I was terrible at the 800, and so I decided eventually, one day I went to school and I was going to do mind over matter. Uh, that's that four times around the track? Two times. Two around times around the track. Got it. So I decided I was going to do mind over matter. Mind I told over matter. everybody I saw in school I was going to win the 800 that day. I said, hey, watch out. Today I'm winning. Yeah. So I went out and I sprinted off the line as fast as I can. I was in the lead. Right. And we were going against another guy from, another, from our rival school who was really good at the 800. Sure. And he was the one I really wanted to beat to prove myself. Sure, sure. So about... a. You know, halfway around the first lap, I start dying. <laughs> and the guy, the guy from the school passes me. But at the same time, <laughs> the best guy on our team from the 800 also passed me. Oh, okay. And he went around. I think, I don't remember if he won or finished in second, but like we saw, we didn't talk about it, but we kind of silently decided that was our strategy. The strategy. Strategy. From there on out, well, I would be the rabbit. You'd be I'd the rabbit. Out, I'd tire out Tire whoever, out the best guy. Yeah. And so eventually I got to the point where I would fuck with them while we were running. Uh-huh. So we're running around, I'm sprinting, and I'm like, oh boy, this is close. It'd be embarrassing <laughs> if I beat you, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. You don't want <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You yeah. definitely don't want that. Well they, well, they didn't know, like, they, they would know one of our guys was really good. Sure. But they didn't know who it was. They did. So they would assume it was yeah. me. Scouting was, I was out in, Right. Because I was out in front. Sure. And then our good guy would, would come up from behind when yeah, I would start. Just dying. working at a good pace. Exactly. A steady pace. Exactly. So well, buddy, fun. that's a solid strategy. I love doing that. So what I'm saying about the rabbit? Yeah, you're you're voting for Chris. You got to send one out there. You got to get Chris Humphreys going off the line, <laughs> and I hope that it sticks. That's right. You know, because he's going to fade fast. Chris Humphreys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we've learned anything That's about Chris Humphreys, literally his nickname, <laughs> Chris Fading Fast Humphreys. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, where are we anyway? Where at? What do you mean, like what number? Yeah, like what number? Well, That's we've already uh, we've already discussed it. That's right, we did. Yeah, but this is the beginning of season two, by the way. This is, Just I mean, flag well, like, yeah. What, what, what do you, well, like fireworks and streamers, <laughs> confetti cannons, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all the nonsense. We need it because this is huge. Yeah, this is going to be a season like no other. <laughs> <laughs> completely different from season one. It's, Just forget I mean, everything you know about Glengarry no, Glen Ross Infinite. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just we're just building oh, better, better than we're building. Any other. We're growing. I see. Yes, you know, because it's true. Because the first season of any 
thing is usually the crappiest it's season. It's the figuring of the thing. out season. Exactly. Yeah. Except for maybe um, police. Uh, what was that one? The Leslie Nielsen police. Police files of police squad. Police squad. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That was one season in and out, and it was genius. Yes. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone. We, we had never seen bright. that style of comedy before on TV. On for TV sure. for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what great. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but most TV shows, like you said, they're feeling it out. They're figuring it out. Feeling and figuring. Yeah. Yeah. And then they start to blossom thereafter. Yeah. So guess what? I think most of my favorite shows, season three, is the Huckleberry. Yeah. Like that's that's where that's the sweet spot. Right. And then it sort of declines a little. Season four, you know, season two is a nice rise, gets right. you excited. Right. You know? <laughs> and then they so jump season the shark. two, we are getting you excited. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're blossoming <laughs> like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll take it. That's a good blossom. Yeah, Solid blossom. For sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, but this is uh, what? It's a episode? regular Mayim Bialik. <laughs> <laughs> Super blossom. Well done. Right? Thank you. Blossom. Thank that you. That was good. Oh, oh what? Guess what we gotta do. Who would they play? Who would they play? Rick and Jay, Tina Fey, Marvin Gaye, and FM Bray. Who would they play? Who would they play? Roger Moore, Shaga Moore, Polly Short, Function Gore. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Oh boy, Mayim <laughs> Bialik. This is Mayim Bialik. <laughs> Famous for Blossom many years ago. That's how I first encountered. As did everyone. Mayim. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then she kind of, she went to school and she became a scientist. Yeah. Like a physicist yeah, or something right. like that. That's yeah. absolutely right. And then she reemerged playing a physicist. Physicist. <laughs> Hello, Dino. How you doing over there, buddy? <laughs> On uh, that uh, third, not third rock from the sun. What's it called? The uh, the Big Bang, theory, the Big Bang theory, which people can't fucking get enough of. Yeah, it's yeah. very popular. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but you know, great great turns throughout the career in in beaches. She was oh. memorable in beaches. Right, right, right. That one episode of MacGyver <laughs> that she was on <laughs> was fantastic. <laughs> Maybe the best one. I mean, I. How know. could it not be? I know when he Richard when, Dean Anderson and Maya Bialik. When he used that ribbon from her hair, screen was on fire. When he used that ribbon from her hair uh-huh. to make the fuse for the right. dynamite, right? I, I was right. like, "What the hell, right. man? All I need now is a rubber band." <laughs> and she's like, "One second. <laughs> I wear braces. That's, Here you go. Oh, it was yes. just amazing. Oh my, yeah, that was good shit. Well, well, she's my spanel. I just want to get that oh, out there, okay. right? My husband filled in a form like she does, she nails it, right? <laughs> right, right. That's perfect. I like it. You do. I don't think I could do well, any better well, than that. Th- then therein lies the lesson. <laughs> Done. I love it. I love when Perfect. we get in and get out. Yeah, that's nice. It is nice. Yeah, when you're especially with my Bialik, <laughs> you know, you don't spend a lot of time. Don't. You just, you know, me too, buddy. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Although so, quite lovely. Yeah, my Bialik. Sure. Yeah. Well, here well, we are. Here we are making it weird. <laughs> Casting people like that got no do. business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh by the way welcome everyone to welcome. glengarry glenn ross infinite your source for making it weird the glengarry glenn ross infinite podcast sorry your source for making it weird <laughs> a better way to get in and out of my mbl <laughs> <laughs> and this ladies and gentlemen is episode number 44 
science, math, and geology. And other stuff is numerology. Numerology. Oops. Hey, that the rust the, the rust is gone already. <laughs> the rust is gone. Yeah, we're just we there. knocked it off with P dupes. That's right. We knocked off the rust. We're back in action. <laughs> we are all in. This is fantastic. Yeah. Forty four is a natural number following forty three, preceding forty five. Okay. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do anything now. I know, right? and I kind of just... liked when you did it, though. <laughs> I was hoping for you something. You hated it. I know. All right. I'll... That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, I hate it. Season two, I love it. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah, just see what, you know what, just go with your heart. That's right. Go with your heart. Follow your Look heart. in your heart. Look in your heart. 44 is a Tribonacci number. What? What? Indeed. Not... Is this Fibonacci's twin brother? This is Fibonacci, but with a three number sequence to oh, start. Wow. Instead of a two-number sequence sure. to start. You don't, you don't mean sure. I can tell <laughs> by the blank stare in your eyes. <laughs> sure. 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 I, sure. I understand the difference between two and three. No, that you do. But yeah. like Fibonacci is the two, and then the two added together is the next number. Oh, yeah. And then those two added together is the next number. That's right. the sequence. Right. This is trace. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Tribonacci. Nice. Right? So... Fibonacci's not anybody. Seems like you're Italian next door neighbor, doesn't it? <laughs> Tribonacci. <laughs> We're waiting for Johnny Tribonacci. <laughs> but like uh, Fibonacci then, are we, is not a person. Is, no, is a person. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. But Tribonacci is not. They're just playing off the, the, the linguistic fun there. <laughs> I see. Because Fibonacci was a guy. Right. You know? That's what I always thought. But now I was doubting myself because if you're just going to go Tribonacci, well, but that's it's easy. It's a good. But I, I applaud it. I don't know what. Where is you? What? Why? Why are you so angry about it? <laughs> well, I applaud it because it made me doubt my belief in Fibonacci in the first place. You know well, what I mean? It doesn't. It shouldn't affect Fibonacci at all for you. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. It's Tribonacci. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> oh, my mistake. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't I just, see that. I think you're attacking it from the wrong route. I'm sure. I think if you just come at it from the behind, <laughs> what you'll see is... <laughs> oh, now I see. I got what it. What you see is it's, we've had Fibonacci forever. Yeah. And then somebody was like, yeah, but what if we did it with threes as a sequence? And then what do we call that? Well, it's kind of like Fibonacci. We're, we're borrowing from... We're standing on the shoulders of Fibonacci. Tribute with the name. But we can also throw something that means three in there. I got gotcha. you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Do better than Tribonacci. No, I dare I, I, you. You I, can't. I, no, I couldn't. I know. But the guy who came up with it is pretty humble for doing that. Not giving it his own name as exactly. the sequence. Yeah, sure. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. I applaud that gentleman as well. Or lady. Or lady. We don't That's know. Right. Could have been my Could have been Bialik. Bialik. <laughs> Who knows? She's a scientist. Oh, right there. Uh, it's also an octahedral number. That's fun. Yeah, I guess. You don't like that? I don't, I don't know what's fun anymore, buddy. <laughs> it's one of those dice. You played a dice game in Dungeons and Dragons, octahedron. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, totally. You roll that. Totally. Yeah. Dodecahedron. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, the yeah, dodecahedron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 sided. That's right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's great. I like a 20 sided die. They're fun. I've played role playing games. They're nothing if not fun. That's true. I mean, the dice, I mean, not the games. The games can get tedious, but the dice are super fun. The games, they do get a little accounty. Sometimes. You know, like an yeah. Accountant. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and here's one of those statements that happens so often in the numerology, and I have no idea what I'm saying. I'm going to say it anyway. Good. The number of derangements of five items. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess if you have five items, you can derange them 44 times, is my ah, guess. Ah, okay. 
derange in, them? Derange them in different derangements. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Would, would, do you care to find out? No. Yeah, derangement is a permutation of the elements of a set so that no element appears in its original position. There you go. Bang. That makes sense then, yeah. Derangement. I get it. So if if you and I were to switch spots at this table, that's a derangement of sorts. Correct. Right. Right. This show is already a derangement. If we were to keep doing this podcast, <laughs> that would be a derangement <laughs> yeah. of sorts. Absolutely. Yeah. That sounds like a Jeff Foxworthy bit, doesn't it? If you keep doing a fo- <laughs> podcast is stupid, you might be a derangement. <laughs> if all you do is quote your favorite movie for two hours on a podcast... <laughs> You might be a derangement. <laughs> you might be a middle-aged white guy. <laughs> All right, derangements. Uh, yeah, We're learning yeah. so much. Um, here's another s- statement that makes no sense to me. Given Euler's totient function, 44 equals 20 and 69 equals 44. <laughs> 69. Up top, my brother. <laughs> that is awesome it i is love awesome. that yeah i i gotta get to the bottom of euler's totion what function. has euler been smoking what is he euler <laughs> euler man yeah 69 equals 44 yeah wow which you know i'm on board with sure yeah especially since 44 is also a rep digit hey you know i love those rep digits they're fun that's right i will oral sex a rep digit all day <laughs> if you let me <laughs> Um, Great. (laughs) You love it. In decimal notation, otherwise known as base 10, Uh 44 is a palindromic number and a happy number. Oh, this is cool. You love the happy numbers. Sure. Who wouldn't? You look up to them. Yeah. And I love a palindromic number too. You do? I love palindromes. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. They're fun. Well, I didn't know that. Well, they're fun. (laughs) But that... That doesn't seem like something you'd like. What? Palindromes? Yeah, I've, I've, uh, uh, no less than eight dozen things I've suggested to you. Super fun. You have no interest in. <laughs> Don't go around pretending like you just love fun. No, but I love palindromes. Okay. But your justification for loving them is it's fun. Yeah. And that doesn't, that does, that's not a through line in your life, buddy. Sure it is. It doesn't play itself out over and over again. Yeah. I give you fun. You hate it. No. Sometimes you hate it. Well, maybe you're not giving me enough palindromes. <laughs> my my daily allowance of palindromes yeah, is not what being is met. the RDA of palindromes? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get to the bottom of that. That's right. I always wanted my middle name to be Otto. I don't have a middle name, by the way. But if I had do you feel, one... Do you feel robbed by it or somehow lessened? Not really. I would. Would you? Yeah. We were just talking about all our middle names just this morning. Oh, yeah? Me and the fellows I work with. Got some good middle names going on out there. It gives the parents a chance to either compromise or be creative or whatever. Or what it does mostly, I found out today, is you shout out other family members. Right. That's basically the job of the middle name. Right. Grandpa or whomever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And just shouting out other people in the family. Right. Right. But I would feel like if I didn't have one, it would feel weird to me. Yeah. I don't. You didn't. Do you feel like somehow unencumbered <laughs> you feel like a little looser about it, a little freer yeah that's one whole, not carrying the weight of this middle name that's a whole uh space on a form i don't have to fill out the rest of you losers are filling that taking all Wasting that time. time with that Wasting initial time. Right. i see you i see you writing a letter 
I'm already on the next thing while you're writing that one letter. That's right. Uh, yeah, nice. Nice. You're free and easy. That's exactly right. Yeah. I think maybe I'll just suspend having a middle name. Yeah. So what's the J? I think I know, but... Uh, you do know. It's yeah, Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. For course. my father. That's right. My naturally. dear old dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my father was named Charles after his grandfather, I believe. And I was named, without a middle name, in honor of my dad's father, my grandfather, who also didn't have a middle name. So that's how that worked. But they, they skipped it so they didn't have to have juniors and blah, blah. Right. So that's kind of the way, it, apparently, that's how it worked in our family. No Junes. Right. No Trays. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. None of that. Yeah, garbage. I don't know why people bother with that shit. What are you, legacy driven? Right. What, are you, what, what are you doing? I think it is legacy driven. Of people, course, yeah. but why? The earth know. is burning. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> legacy for who? <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, it just doesn't, it never seemed valuable to me. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You tell but, me you're a third, I say get the fuck out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right? Who's counting? <laughs> yeah. Who's counting? Right. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if I ever had a middle name, I always wanted it to be Otto. Otto. Right, so my right. initials would be W O W. Wow. And it would be a palindrome. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So that's where I was going with all that. Yeah. As of now, you're just two dubs. That's right. Which is pretty great. It is great. Also. Yeah. This is good as wow. I love it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> all right. We're, we're on to our atomic number. Oh, nice. Atomic number of ruthenium. 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 How fun is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. That's it how is much. a lot of fun. Fucking ruthenium. <laughs> Fucking ruthenium. <laughs> Fucking ruthenium. <laughs> Fucking ruthenium. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Ruthie. Yeah. You know. I do. You got what I, I was going to do the, the other line that he says about Ruthie, but I can never remember. You know it. The sideways, backwards, cunt of a blah, blah, <laughs> motherfucker, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. But Southern yeah. bull dyke ingrate asshole of a vicious nowhere cunt. There it is. Thank can you. this trash come? <laughs> Only from the mouth of... Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's the Ruthie, all right. That's Ruthenium. Grayson Ruthie. That's Ruthenium right there. Yeah. Gross. Gallium and Ruthenium. <laughs> So let me tell you a little bit about ruthenium. Okay. Chemical element with the symbol RU. I am. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will <Clearly> you? <laughs> uh, and the atomic number 44. It is a rare transition metal belonging to the platinum group. Oh. Which seems, but it's not really like. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not like they sold multiple albums. <laughs> oh, I You see. know what I mean? It's just like they're with the other metals oh. that are also platinum based. Oh. I thought maybe they got like you know, sold a bunch of records. Yeah, or they got the good seats in the plane. You know when they oh, show up. Oh, platinum members. Yeah, they, get, sure. they get on first yeah, and gotcha. they get the, the seats gotcha. up front with the extra. Now room. you fly a lot. Yeah. Do you? Do your miles ever get you to a an, an upper echelon, sure. a higher tier? Yeah, they do sometimes. Well, can you tell me what the name of one of those tiers is? Because I love these names. Well, the ones that I'm familiar with are, are the stupid gold, silver, platinum. Oh, that's kind of it. Stuff. Yeah. But isn't there like preferred? Yeah, some of them have preferred and that kind of thing. There's, there's, there's the million miles. Ball washers of America. That's and right. Like what? Like That's what, right. what, what, what? It's crazy. The names are crazy. And if you fly a million miles like in your lifetime, yeah. they give you a sticker and a, or a pin or something. And then like they give you a round of applause on the plane <laughs> when you hit your million miles. Great. Yeah. And then you're, you have like <laughs> platinum status for life. For once life. you're a million miler. Yeah. All right. Because think of how much money that that is you spent a lot of dough yeah or somebody did somebody your did, company right. did exactly. or whatever yeah. yeah 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 but and you sat your ass in a seat for that's all those what miles. i was thinking is like that's a lot of miles you covered yeah it's Just a lot of wear and tear a, yeah yeah on your body yeah Ugh. no thanks uh, yeah I don't, I don't think i don't think air travel is good for the body i don't think so either it seems bad yeah <laughs> 
It never feel right for like a day and a half afterwards. It's true. Yeah. Especially long flights, like 12 hour, yeah. 15 uh, hour flights uh, are like no, oh. deadly. God, no. Yeah. God, Ugh. no. Brutal. Yeah. Flights, huh? Huh? Everybody what? has to do it <laughs> at some point. You get to a new place. Fucking ruthenium. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Russian-born scientist Baltic Ger- of Baltic German ancestry, Karl Ernst Klaus. Oh, Klaus. Discovered the element in 1844. Okay. 44. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is crazy. He made this discovery at Kazan State University. Kazan. <laughs> Kazan. Kazan. <laughs> is that, well, who is that? I don't know. Uh, you don't know? It's like closer to Steve Martin-y a little bit. It is. Kazan. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is a little like that. Yeah. But Ilya Kazan. I wonder. Sure. I wondered if there was some kind of... Anyway. Um, he named it after his Latin homeland, Ruthenia. Oh. All yeah. right. Nice. How do you like that? That's fine. Ruthenium is usually found as a minor component of platinum ores. Okay. The annual production has risen from about 19 tons in 2009 to some 35 plus tons in 2017. Oh, we like it much more now. Yeah, we're using the shit out of it. Huh, I wonder Which why. It, it leads me to believe, and I haven't read ahead, and I don't know if this is even enlightened here at all, but uh, cell phone batteries. Yeah. It's got to be. Something like right? that. Right? Yeah, or screens. Or, you know, they right, the, screens. The backs of the things But I'm or thinking because it's a metal, it's probably conductive, it's probably good in the right. circuitry. And the, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Well, let's let's read on ahead and see. Oh, I'm tingling to find out. <laughs> well, I don't, wait, where's the tingle? Should you have that checked out? or? <laughs> Because it hardens. Oh, here we go. I told you I was, <laughs> this was going to get exciting. Yeah. All this Mayan Bialik talk <laughs> has really... Okay. Because it hardens, platinum and palladium alloys, ruthenium is used in electrical contacts. There you go. There we are. All right. Um, where a thin film is sufficient to achieve the desired durability. Huh. Thin film. That's all you need. That's all you need. Don't need a lot a of it. A little bit. Just a well, thin film. Little dabble, do you? <laughs> What are you talking about? Ruthenium. <laughs> With similar properties and lower cost than rhodium, oh. electrical contacts are the major use of ruthenium. There you go. Ruthenium plate is applied to the electrical contact and the electrode base metal by electroplating or sputtering. Oh, sputtering. I've never I'm heard sure that I'm sure you could tell us a little bit about sputtering. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm always sputtering. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 But uh, I didn't know... You're the uh, sputmaster general. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that electroplating was also called sputtering. Yeah. A phenomenon in which microscopic particles of a solid material are ejected from its surface after the material itself is bombarded with energetic particles of a plasma or gas. Whoa. Yeah. That's super fun. Sputtering. <laughs> You'd think they'd have a better name for something so cool. Or that they would have a home sputtering kit <laughs> that you can get to, to do some sputtering at home because it sounds really fun. I would love to sit around all night blasting <laughs> some metal with plasma, right? Wouldn't that be so fun? So many entendres happening. <laughs> I don't know. I can't take it. You'd love to sit at home all night blasting? <laughs> sputtering. Sputtering. Blasting pieces of metal <laughs> with plasma. Look, dude, whatever you're into, I'm cool with it. I accept it. We're all, we all have different things. You sputter however you need to, buddy. You get yours. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, I would like a home sputter. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd like to sput yeah. <laughs> at home a little bit. What are you doing? I'm sputtering just, around. I'm just, just I got just a couple around. hours of sputting ahead of me. No, no big deal. <laughs> not, a, not a big deal. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty great. Though. Doesn't it? I'd like to witness a live sputtering. Yeah, Saturday afternoon, go down to basement, sputter around a bit. You know, that sounds great. <laughs> go down to basement, <laughs> sputter. In the workshop. What are you, you doing know? down there? <laughs> I'm sputtering. <laughs> I love it. Well, keep I, it down. I, I know, right? Jesus Christ, David. <laughs> oh, no. It's Dana. Dana Moss. Oh. Dana Moss stopped How by. did that happen? <laughs> you never really lose Dana Moss. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm bombarding energetic particles. <laughs> the fuck off my back, Dana. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> um uh, what else do we got here anything good anything good i don't know uh yeah okay so the <laughs> the, the electric applications account for about 70 percent of of ruthenium there consumption. you go you nailed it there you go yeah um moving on to astronomy we got a messier object buddy yes messier object m44 a magnitude 4.0 open cluster in the constellation cancer oh nice also known as the beehive cluster it is? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'd say let's go with that. Yeah. Why are we going cancer no, on this? No, don't do that. Beehive yeah, cluster. Beehive sounds great. Sounds much nicer. Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. Honey. Yeah, there's honey. Sweet. The bees are, Bees you know, are working. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? Beehive. Buzzing around. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't stick your hand in there. You'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got if you get a little smoke going. Yeah, you could. They get all like, <laughs> <laughs> And then you can reach around. <laughs> This myambiolic has me <laughs> reeling. <laughs> I mean, you can reach right into the beehive. Yes, I know. Right? Yeah, that's right. That, right yeah. into the honeypot, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. You <laughs> Get right on in there. Yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Uh, we're also, I don't know how your epaulets are looking. Great. But we're getting the catalog out. <laughs> yes. The new general catalog. I, mean, I could always use new ones. <laughs> of course. You know, they they wear right? out pretty fast. NGC44 is a double star in the constellation Andromeda. Oh, a double star. You know, the one with the strain. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> You're familiar. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Double star. Double star? Boom, boom. That's fun. I, yeah. I guess that's a size thing, right? Oh, is that what it double is? Double star? I don't know. Like, so it's twice as big as a regular star? That's my guess, yeah. Huh. I was thinking there's like two stars somehow like connected. Connected two like stars? A, like, a, I don't know, like a, like a dumbbell oh, almost. You know it's what just I mean? a pair of stars. Oh. Further research. Okay. A double star or a visual double is a pair of stars that appear so close to each other as viewed from Earth. That's it. <laughs> That's where it ends. <laughs> End of sentence. Gotcha. So it's two. Yeah. They're, they're so it's close two, together. It's two. They're so close. They look like, like they go together. From here, they they seem to be occupying the same space. Like they go together. Yeah. It's like they're twins. Like a, like a sweetheart couple. There you go. Like a star yeah. meet cute. That's right. There they are. How are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> what can I get you? <laughs> a meet cute. I like it. <laughs> uh, into technology. Okay. The ITU country code for international direct telephone calls to the United Kingdom is oh, 44. That's great. It is great. Yeah. So if, we, if we're going to call up... Uh, Wouldn't you say that from the US, most of the calls internationally are going to the UK? Wouldn't you think that? I don't know. I don't think that's true. Mexico? Yeah. I would say more... Yeah. Some, uh, nowadays, I would think probably more they would go south more than they would go to the Russia? UK. Russia? <laughs> 
<laughs> nowadays, yeah. Russia. Yeah, I think it's probably pretty. They're all uh, coming from the White well, House. Yeah, that's right. I would think nowadays it's pretty diverse. You know, the number, the different calls that are going to different countries. Yeah, but what do you? What's the day, at the top of the board? That's I'm a good asking question. you. That's a really good question. I think it might be the UK. You think I might go I Mexico? Mean, the only thing that's holding me back is the UK is not very populous. That's that's not, that's not enough what's holding me to back too. Call. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And not yeah. that many you really want to talk to. Yeah, but you could call like you for instance you could call Thatcher seven times a day. Yeah. And that that adds to the volume. That's true. You're calling Paco, you're you're one and done with Paco. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's got nothing to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, Paco, I thought you could help, but no. You're no help. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. I it's wonder a, what it it's is. It's pretty interesting. If we had an intern, we could. All we right, could season two. Kind of things, but I'm I'm putting the foot down. Okay. Foot is up. Foot is down. And and what does that mean? Up, down. <laughs> up, down. <laughs> What's happening? It's a Karate Kid situation. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you know, you know, paint the fence. Oh, oh, so up. Uh, and then, re- as he's walking away, he's got his hands in his pockets. He's Miyagi's just kind of strolling away. He's like, up, down, <laughs> like calling back over his shoulder. Right, sure he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to uh, confess, I've never seen the Karate Kid. What in the fucking fuckity get out? <laughs> what do you mean, buddy? That's exactly what I mean. Why? I never... Why? You're anti-machio? You're, what, what's the issue? No, it was just one of those movies that didn't really interest me that much well, when it karate. happened. Karate. <laughs> He's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. He battles bullies with karate. (laughs) What's the problem? I I don't know. It it was just one of those things that like, um, you know, it was like, as you would say, it was for me, it was too popular for me to enjoy. You know yes, what I, mean? I would say out, that. It was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, it came out and everyone was all all over it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bother. But do you know why everyone was all over it? They liked it. Good movie. <laughs> Fun movie. It's yeah. like the, it was the Rocky for a new generation. That's I think right. that's even how they sold it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had no use for it. Oh, down. If that doesn't make you want to watch it, I don't know what, what does. I, I don't know. You got some information. It seems like you got some information. 7.7% of global calls are from the U.S. to blah, 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 Mexico. 7.7%? Of, of global calls, of all calls all around the globe, uh-huh. every country to every it. other country. I think I know what that means. 7.7% uh, are from the U.S. to Mexico. That doesn't seem high. Are you saying that's the highest? Of the 10 largest international call routes, Here we go. seven come from the U.S., now, if I could read this chart, <laughs> yeah, I, could I tell care you more that you d- haven't are. seen the Karate Kid than I do about this <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen the Karate Kid. I, it's true. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a just a Pat statement. Morita. I know is enough reason to see the film. And you know what we have to do now? You get some real. You get some real like ethos from him in that movie. Like I'm not lying. Like I know it seems like jokey and whatever, but. It's really good. It's a really good movie, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Have we? Did we cast Pat Morita? Yeah, I, I, think, I think. I think season the first, the first, first, yeah, first I think episode. You're right. I yeah. think we did. Yeah. So skip. I mean, I'd love to skip. cast him, but you're right. We skip should not it. double dip as much as maybe we have already. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still researching, yeah, think, or am I moving on? I think U.S. to Mexico is the biggest one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to tell you. I think you're just saying that because that's what you thought. Well, I have this chart. I'm going to hold it up and <laughs> show it to you. Are... Try to make sense out of this right here. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like a spirograph. What I know. the fuck was that thing? Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, a spirograph. It spirograph, does. Yeah. yeah. And and this is supposed to tell me which country had the most phone calls. Yeah, that's not helping country. anybody. No, this is a tough one to read. It's pretty. It is. <laughs> but it's, it's not informative. No. In any way. Um Man, you are glasses on, glasses off like I've never seen. Glasses on, <laughs> glasses off. <laughs> There's a lot to India from the United States also. Aha. And Do, a lot to... Yeah. Uh, Call an old dude. To R hyphen S-A. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe Russia. It's not Russia, though, because Russia's over there. Well, what's the I abbreviation for Russia? I can't read this thing. <laughs> it's terrible. Huh. But yeah, I think... Uh, the Mexico one is the big one. Well, we've proved that even in the new season, we can stall a numerology segment like no one else. <laughs> and come up with zero answers yeah, to our questions. Yeah, have nothing to offer at the end of the yeah, stall. That's right. Fantastic. That's right. The 44 Magnum. Oh, yeah. Or 44 Special Revolver. Uh-huh. Um, well, is obviously 44 related and is the gun that Dirty Harry claims the most powerful handgun in the world <laughs> in i think the first dirty harry movie right yeah that was his gun have we ever cast clint eastwood i don't think that we have <laughs> who would they play who would they play Captain Doe, russell crowe margaret cho john favreau who would they play who would they play clancy brown rose mcgowan you down anthony towns who would they play who would they play who would they play Clint Eastwood. Old Clint. Oh, my God. It's old for sure. Yeah. Nowadays. And he's still out there working. Still, still directing Still movies. getting stuff done. Churning out Americana like nobody's business. <laughs> right? I mean, that's his thing now. It's like still making talking these... to empty chairs at the <laughs> halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> guy's doing everything. Churning out these American, yeah. highly American movies. More, more and more American politics. all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I haven't I, seen the new one, the the Richard Jewell. I haven't seen that yet. No, neither have I, but I've been fascinated by that story my whole life, so yeah. I'm probably going to check that out. I'm very curious about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good filmmaker. I'll give him credit for that. Is he? I, I mean, I'm, so. I'm asking. I'm not trying to be funny. I, I can't really tell. You know, he's had his moments, for sure. I, I really like Unforgiven. Um, that is fantastic. Yep. And uh, I the the Sully movie is pretty good. It's a weird, strange. Oh, I like the Sully movie. Yeah, strangely constructed film for sure. But uh, it's it's pretty good and satisfying to watch. You mean strangely constructed because it shows the plane crash like thirty seven times? Yeah, it's just a weird. It's just a it, weird. Which I didn't mind, but other people seem to really mind. Oh, do they really? Yeah, it's it, it's like I I think of it as like a police procedural almost. <laughs> yeah. Where the crime happens over and over and you're yeah. seeing them recreate the crime over and over and right. over. Exactly. Um so it is kind of like that, but it but but it's just it's just a weird it's just a strangely constructed movie. But, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's very strange. But, I agree, I agree, I agree. But well done, for sure. One of his favorite movies, highly undersung, one of my favorite movies of his, I should say, highly undersung is a movie called A Perfect World. Uh-huh. Did you ever see that one? I didn't. Kevin Costner stars. Oh, I did see this many years ago. Yeah, with uh, with, with the little boy. A little boy. Yeah, that's a really it's good a movie. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's like, really li- good. Like literally beautiful. Yeah, it is Stunningly good, good I thought. Yeah, it's a really uh, good movie. Highly that, recommend it. Yeah, that is a good movie. You're right. It is, It's right? been a long time since I've seen that. Back in yeah. the 90s, that came out. And I think right? that might have been the first time I realized Clint was also working behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. One of his first movies. And of course, as an actor, the guy has been working since the early yeah. days of television. Are you kidding and me? Blah, blah. You know? I mean, yeah. 
You, so many movies. What are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. What are you kidding me? Besides the Dirty Harry movies, you did all those spaghetti westerns. Yeah, the Outlaw you know, Josie Wales. The, Outlaw the Josie trilogy. Wales. What is that? Uh, Man with No Name trilogy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, take the money and the blah blah. And yeah, and they put the, the money in the other thing. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A fistful of dollars. Fistful of dullard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And the other one. And there was I a third remember. one. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. The Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah, he's he was, in that. Yeah. He directed that. Oh, did he? Direct also, that? yeah, directed and starred That's as early it. as '76. It says here. Wow, how about yeah, that? All I right. know. I didn't know he was directing that early. I didn't either. So yeah, Clint well, is, where do we put old Clinteris? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> where do we throw him? <laughs> where do you question. like him? Um, huh? Because uh, a young Clint, I, I don't even know what that means, but a young Clint is different than an older Clint. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't you say? Like yeah. in terms of w- where you would put him in this film. Definitely. Yeah. I could see him in a lot of different places. I guess I could too. I could see him as a moss. Yeah, definitely a moss. Definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are, Also like a Blake. Like him coming uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. Because you're talking about... Yeah, I mean, he's imposing. He was what? an imposing figure. Yeah, he exactly. He strikes an imposing figure. Back in the day, he was tall yeah. and... Muscly and right, you know, you know what it takes. Commanded to sell real your estate. attention, yeah, yeah, exactly. Takes brass balls to brass sell real balls. estate. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling lucky, punks? <laughs> he looks around the room. I love it. Yeah, I love him as Blake. You like that? I do. That's fun. I'm good. I'm going to annotate this. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I can't tell you how happy this makes me. I know. If we like him, we like him. I like him. Yeah, I like that. We like him as Blake. I Uh like him as Blake. And don't forget, we also like Miam Miam Bialik. (laughs) How do you say your name? Miam Bialik. That's how I've always heard it. Miam Bialik. Uh As Spanel. I think that's a stroke of genius. (laughs) To be frank. I know when you think of her, you think of stroking. (laughs) So (laughs) I understand. Hey yo. (laughs) And turtlenecks, (laughs) to be honest. I'd like to see her in a turtleneck. Yeah, I'm sure. Wouldn't be bad. Uh, what do we got here? We're in other fields, where can we move on? Are we Please. moving? We're in, we're out, right? Yeah, we got out. into Clint, we got right out. That's right. Um, 44 is the name of a mysterious savior of Poland. Oh. This is fascinating. Prophesied, prophesized by the Polish national poet Adam Mickiewicz in his masterpiece dramatic poem, Forefathers. In scene five of act three, the priest Piotr announces, uh, Re- Reviver of the Nation. To bring back the lost freedom of Poland, Poland, and describes him as with these words: "Born from a foreign mother, his blood of ancient heroes, and his name will be forty-four. That's awesome. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's almost Shakespearean. It is. Born from a foreign mother, right? Blood of ancient heroes, and his name will and his be name will 44. be forty-four. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, forty-four. That's cool. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> Heyo. Hey-o. <laughs> It makes me like. When was that? Do you have any idea when that was written? I could totally. I, I could. I could get you there. Because I'm wondering, like, uh, what the 44 is. What it, his name will be. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. that makes me think of like a Lechwalesa. You know how much I love Lechwalesa. Right. You know and maybe, how I've mispronounced his name my whole life. <laughs> maybe he was born in 1944. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so this was written after that. It's sort of a little winky, winky, naughty, naughty. Right. Right. Lechwalesa. Well, here you go. After the communist takeover of Poland, the new government discouraged the staging of Forefathers, which was a major cultural event in Poland. It opened in 1945. So maybe uh, Mr. Poet Pants was like, (laughs) 
now is the time for change. Yes. His name is now. Yes. Yes. Good job. That's really good. <laughs> good, good on you, Adam Mickey Wicks. <laughs> or maybe he was talking about himself. <laughs> He's like, right here, dude. Right here. I wrote this in 44. <laughs> it's opening in 45. No, I like, like the I present the time is the hero. Like yeah. The time to act is now. I kind of like that interpretation. That is good. Yeah. I like that. I'm too. just shooting fish in a barrel here, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Seems perfect. pretty good. Yeah, I love it. Um, there's a poker game called 44, which I've never played or even heard of. No, me Do either. you know that one? No. I mean, it, there's a long description of what the game is, but we're never going to play it. No. Right? No. Nobody's ever going to fucking play it. 44? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Right? No. no. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, 44 is the name of a band, which includes members from Blink-182 and Blink-182. What? It's like an offshoot. Oh, I see. It's like a side project of the well, bassist. Their the math drummer. is terrible. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Because two from 182 is 180. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Fellas, I'm assuming there's fellas. 182 members in Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're going to have band num- number names, let's try to have some logic. It's to odd them, that they went know? Blink-182 and then their new project was 44. 44. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure I get it. I don't get it at all. Here's one specifically for you. Ooh. It revolves around your favorite, (laughs) (laughs) Jay-Z. I sat up in my chair for this. (laughs) I just want to say this for the record. Did you know that Jay-Z also likes to call himself Hove? No. For Jehovah. Oh, boy. He's Jove or Hove. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One song starts with him just yelling, Hove! Like, <laughs> that's me, bitches! <laughs> anyway, he has a song called 44 Fours. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and he rhymes the words four, F-O-U-R, four, F-O-R, and four, F-O-R-E, uh-huh. 44 times in the song. Oh. Jay-Z. That's clever. Right. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. And once you hear this last tidbit, uh-huh. you're going to agree with me. Okay. This is the follow-up to a song on a previous album entitled 22 Twos. <laughs> you knew it. That's fantastic. There you go. I love it. He doubled himself. Yeah, he did. That's He'll keep going, too. He's not scared. <laughs> it could be 88. Something. Eights. Yeah, something. Why right? not? Go for it. Yeah. What's stopping him? 88 eights. I'm writing it right now. <laughs> Hove, get at me. Because you got eight. Hit me up on Twitter, bro. The number and eight like I just ate something. You got eight. Eight. Is there any other eights? And hate. (laughs) (laughs) As in I hate this premise. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Good luck to him. Uh, Yeah. Good luck to him. (laughs) Yeah. He's doing very well. (laughs) He's doing very well. Uh, moving on to a smattering of 44. Uri. Oh, yeah, I love these. Vix Formula 44. Hey, you grew up right. on it, yeah. did you not? Or were you more of a Tussin household? <laughs> <laughs> we were definitely more of a Tussin household. Oh, were you? Yeah. You rub it. Is this the one you rub it on your chest? You get the, you get the, 40, the Vix Formula 44 right on the right on the old chest and maybe a little under the sniffer there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah you rub it Really on open there. it up for the sleeping yeah. times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it made me feel like better. I don't, I don't, could have just been placebo effect or whatever, but. Yeah, I wonder about that. It's just the smell, it right? Was I don't know what it, <laughs> <laughs> something. It was mentholated. 
It opened you right up. It had 44 somethings that made you feel better in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or they tried. Probably the chemicals. I'm sure that it was like how, whatever they comprised that gelatinous muck from. <laughs> or they tried 43 other formulas that didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, and the 44th and stuck. He, yeah, they, I like they that. struck gold with I like the 44th. That. Yeah, I like you know? that. Yeah, totally. Good old Vic. That makes sense. Hey, Vic, how's that formula coming? Uh, I'm up to 42, getting there. I feel like I'm narrowing it down. <laughs> well, 40 through 41 were crap, so keep waking. I remember 27 made me stuffier. <laughs> the fuck are you even doing? <laughs> I love it. 27 made him stuffier, buddy. That's right. You, never, you don't want Vic. that. Not no, in your no. formula, 44. No, you don't. Uh, it's listed here as just a cough suppressant, but it's so much more than that. Oh. Right? Sure. I mean, it's aromatic. (laughs) It It was like a mentholated blanket. Yeah. You just wrapped it around your chest and face. Weird. It was so weird. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I remember it also being like, oh, you know, you can just rub this like Ben Gay. Like, you can use this. You can just like rub it where muscles hurt. Right. And it wasn't ever intended to be that. (laughs) I don't think they ever, I don't think Vic ever was like, you know what else? If your hammy's a little sore, just rub it on there. <laughs> and I guarantee you, your hamstring will not cough. <laughs> so there's that. That's right. Yeah. Big toe coughing? Not I'll knock a, that right out. Not a problem. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> um, moving on. The French department, Lue. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite one. And Atlantique. Oh. Lure Atlantique. Oh, okay. That's the number. The number of that department is forty-four. Sure, it is. <laughs> Mark Twain's "The Mysterious Stranger" features Satan's supposed nephew. Oh, that's fun. Which is bananas. That's great. Um, his alternate name in parallel works is forty-four. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It also suggests that Satan has a brother or sister. Brother, sister, who then who had had progeny. a child, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. someone, someone had sex with Satan's brother or sister. <laughs> I mean, you, I'm I'm called back to Devil's Advocate. <laughs> yeah, there you where go. Where our boy is playing the devil. That's right. You know. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, Pacino has a sister. Well, I'm not saying no. He wanted uh, Keanu to have sex with his daughter, whoever she was in sure. the movie. Oh right, yeah, or sure. To yeah. keep the the spawn alive. Right. Keep, keep yeah. it going. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. doesn't really make any sense because he wasn't going to die. You can't kill Satan. Can no, you? but he's getting tired. He's, <laughs> I mean, come on. I can't eat. All this evil is just wearing me out, man. <laughs> he did a lot of that. Oh, man. what a, a garbage of... movie. <laughs> and his tongue. He has a lot of tongue work in that tongue, movie. A lot of close-up. Like, a lot of tight on the tongue. Yeah. A lot of this kind of That's stuff. That's true. Right? Just like, what? Not I'm, great. Like, I get it, but I mean, yeah. Not great. Garbage movie. Yeah, I'll agree with that. The number of candles in a box of Hanukkah candles. 44? 44. Wow. Now, now this is something I knew. Because of the shemesh, what you're not accounting for is the shemesh, which Uh is the candle that you light the other candles with. Apparently, the shemesh is one-time use only. Gotcha. So you light the other candles and then... Toss the shemesh. Fuck that shemesh. (laughs) (laughs) I got another shemesh for tomorrow. (laughs) I don't need you. (laughs) And yeah, so yeah, but it's still a box would last you a couple years, I guess. No, that's a one-year usage. 
44 you, they use up 44 candles one on one on the first night right we right. did the math on Two. this before and you it was get like, to 36 it was 30, right 36 right plus and you then need the eight shemesh shemeshes for every night wow so it's 36 plus 8 44 44 that's crazy crazy right yeah yeah i had no idea i think that's why you know the jews have had a struggle because they're just candle wasters they are they just waste candles Th- that is very wasteful. wills and nils <laughs> can't we just can't you ha- are there such things as electric or electronic yeah Hanukkah? what if your shemesh was just a lighter <laughs> how about that but then you'd only be able to use it once so you're now you're wasting well, but lighters I see that's the thing i don't know i maybe it's just a candle that you can only use once maybe if it's some other device but what if maybe what if, if you the, have an eternal flame constantly going, you can just light the candles with that. There's that that's good, right? Or what if the entire um, what's the thing called that holds the candles? I don't, the, I don't like what you're doing there. <laughs> it seems I'm not comfortable at you all. Know, the menorah. What if the menorah uh-huh. is electric? So every night you, you there's a little switch, then you can you can switch on or off the different candles. I, I don't know. Then it, you don't need a shemesh at all. It lacks a certain tradition, doesn't it? <laughs> but it's so much less wasteful. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Although, what do you, what are they LEDs in there? Sure. All right. And you can do that effect where it looks like flame, so you get the same feeling. Get I can a get flicker. That, I can get that flicker. I can get that Barton Fink feeling. I don't from doubt it. there's like LEDs, LED menorahs you can put in your window yeah. or whatever. And then your shemesh can be anything. Like it's a crayon. It's a, it's, you know, a stick. It's a ruler. And you're just sort of pretending to light the candles with it. And someone... Is, a gavel. A gavel. A dildo. <laughs> shemesh it up. And someone's got a remote control uh-huh. across the room turning on the thing. So it's ceremonial. Yeah. You, you just you lightly touch the top of the electric LED candle with the dildo. Right. And grandma... And then grandma grandma's pushing is the actually turning it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's grandma's dildo, from what I understand. <laughs> is she turning on the dildo or the candle? Both. Okay. <laughs> She's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then in turn, grandma is also getting turned on. So everybody turning turning on all around. Eight nights of that. I mean, come on. What could be better? Especially for grandma. No wonder grandma likes Hanukkah so much. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, maybe? No wonder grandma likes Hanukkah so much. I like it. All right. Uh, an agent in the American TV series Get Smart. Oh, sure. Goes under the title of 44. Usually assigned to a small, enclosed, unexpected spot. To meet Maxwell Smart, agent. Nah, he was no ninety nine was the girl. He was agent. agent. Um, oh, you're letting oh, everyone come on. down. Uh, Maxwell Smart was. Um, he wasn't sixty nine. <laughs> ninety nine was the girl. He was. Uh, this is actually really clever. What was he? I can't remember. He's eighty six. Eighty six. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's right. Um. Number 44 is the Russian localized title for a 2015 American British mystery thriller film called Child 44. Child 44. Child 44. You ever hear of this? I don't think so. Me neither. I don't I don't see a, a, too many American British mystery thrillers. Hmm. <laughs> I can't think of any. I couldn't any. even name one. British huh? British American. Child 44 baby. Huh. There huh. you have it. Sounds nice. Yeah. I guess it does. Former Portuguese Prime Minister Jose Socrates is known as Prisoner 44. Oh. Yeah. Now that sounds fun. It does sound fun. I could get to the bottom of that, but the segment's getting lengthy. That's okay. Is no it? Need. Yeah, for a fuck it. 
For fuck it. <laughs> for prisoner, fuck it. For, that's all you need to know. Prisoner 44. Uh-huh. That's all you need to know. Okay, great. That's good. That's where I'm at. That's good. Um, 44 is the number used by six-time British Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Lewis Hamilton. You know Lewis Hamilton? I do. I really thought you were fucking with me. No. He's an, a, a little tiny... Are you fucking with me? No. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. He's a little tiny African-American Formula One driver, and he's the best in the world. He's amazing. From Britain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always oh, still ever since Evander Holyfield, I've been like, black dude speaking with a British accent. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. It just gets in my head. Uh, yeah. it's. I love it. I do, too. I love it. Don't and, get me wrong. And there's no reason why we should think that way. It's terrible. It is terrible. Yeah. But we've been conditioned. For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 44 Arkansas is one of those unincorporated communities that we've been learning so much about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leave, leave it to Arkansas to have some town called 44. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, they just put the stoplight in and they're like, well, what do we call it? <laughs> oh, it took me 44 minutes to put that stoplight up. Okay. I just bought 44 candles <laughs> for Elon. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, right. Your grandmother must not have much fun at Hanukkah. That's all I got to tell you. All them goddamn oh, candles. Grandma's getting off on Hanukkah. <laughs> I love it. All right. I, uh, I teased this to you a little bit before. I got like a bit of a quote corner wrapped oh. up in the numerology. We could get to that now. Okay. Let's do it. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture, then it's time for conjecture. If some guy's gonna spout it, why not talk about it? Hummus is just lime juice and chickpeas. corner did somebody ask dave what's in hummus <laughs> <laughs> or was he just pontificating i think he was just pontificating like, it's, you know it's not unlike hummus <laughs> when you break it down to its component parts hummus is just chickpeas he was actually i think pontificating and lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> actually pontificating about the experience of going to the movies <laughs> right. when you go to the movies right. you want to eat popcorn you don't want to eat hummus right Right. Hummus is just lime, lime juice. <laughs> well, what is <laughs> and chickpeas? Popcorn, Dave. <laughs> just corn. It's just corn and salt and hot. <laughs> the fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the number of ingredients. <laughs> it's that definitely not causes hummus not to be what he wants it to be, exactly. or not to be appropriate at the movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? It's only got two ingredients. Oh, forget it. I don't want that. I went, I'd rather have those Twizzlers. They have way more ingredients. More for my money. Let's go. Speaking of which, yeah. my wife discovered this recently. We went to see... Uh, my wife. My wife discovered popcorn. <laughs> no, We went to see a movie and um, they had... You know how they have the, the butter your own popcorn station there? Sure, the yeah. 
this particular movie makes me theater, want to vomit every time I see it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say butter. I meant to say golden flavoring. Yeah, no, the it golden is. It is a section. chemical melange. Yeah, yeah. But they have little to-go cups at this theater next to the no golden flavoring area. But for why? She well, she presumed it was so that you could make a little cup of with lids you know so you can fill up a little cup full of golden flavoring uh-huh. take it into the theater with you uh-huh. and when you get halfway down your bucket of popcorn exactly and all the golden flavoring is gone yeah you can re-golden flavor yeah you can re-lubricate sure. your popcorn yeah. you can golden shower your popcorn <laughs> right there in front of everyone right in, there the in the movie theater. yeah so yeah. fantastic <laughs> i think that's an amazing innovation you do yeah because I would fill three or four of those up and go in, have those babies lined up. I know you would. And if I get one single dry piece of popcorn, yeah. I'm dumping them all in. Of course. But I don't think I'd ever get one because I really, I'm, I'm an over butter. Over, I like to golden flavor up my popcorn real good. I don't usually get popcorn at the movies anymore. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Because that stuff is not. Oh, I feel so sick afterwards. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Because you're doing shots oh my God. of golden buttery flavoring. <laughs> I feel like I'm little cups with lids. Oh God, and you feel like you've eaten like an anvil. You know what I mean? Like your gut is just like, oh my! I feel so distended. And I challenge Ugh. you could freeze that stuff. It's it would remain liquid. You could sub sub zero that shit. It's not changing at all. Uh, here's another idea. Go ahead. Fill up a few of those cups. If you run out of gas on the way home, you're good to go. Just pour it right in the old gas tank. That'll get you home, right? I love it. Yeah, I love they're it. Mr. Fusion, just pop that thing right in the Mr. Fusion, <laughs> right? No, well, they're putting corn in your gas anyway. Might as well pour that stuff right on in. 10% ethanol in yeah. a lot of the tanks around pour here. Pour it right on in. Just get it right in there. Yeah, it'll lubricate your whole fuel system. <laughs> it's like gum out. It's perfect. All right. It's what it does to my intestines. Uh, statements of co-host Bill Weingarten do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the <laughs> thinking of the podcast. And that's why people should eat popcorn and not hummus at the movie theater. <laughs> I'm glad we settled that. I'm with Dave on this one. I wholeheartedly disagree <laughs> with the both of you. And in fact, I think hummus is a great movie snack. Like, yeah, I do too. Let's get some hummus in the movie theater. I can't disagree with you. I think right? that'll be really good. First thing yeah. I do is I march Mamet over to the counter by his ear and I'm like, you see that? <laughs> Selling hummus now. <laughs> it's over for you, old man. <laughs> World's changing. <laughs> I agree with you. I think hummus would be a great movie great. snack. Great, a little pita, little yeah, cup of pita. Totally, they could toast the pitas. Little tub of hummus. Toast the pitas where they do the stupid chicken right, tenders or whatever. Put them on the you know? hot dog rollers. Yeah, I don't give exactly. A fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Toast yeah. them up nice. Yeah, and then you're good to go. You get, they got the nachos. Yeah, exactly. Just give me some pita and some hummus. Dude, I agree 100. percent I'm in it. I'm I'm smuggling hummus into the next theater I go to. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Good. Good for you. All right, here's the quote. Okay. <laughs> Remember, this is, this is a quote corner. <laughs> Mr. Steve Ruchin, who is, that's R-U-S-H-I-N, um, Sports Illustrated writer, among uh, other outlets, uh-huh. wrote an article back in 2011 called 44 is a Magic Number in Sports. And I'd like to share that with you. Thank you. As no one else is probably listening anymore. <laughs> so I'm sharing it with you. Great. 44. At that age, Teddy Roosevelt and John Kennedy were ideals of national vigor. But a 44-year-old baseball player, an elderly man. I interviewed Rangers pitcher Nolan Ryan after he threw his seventh career no-hitter in 91. Ryan was 44. Gaylord Perry, Warren Spahn, Ricky Henderson, Tony Perez were all 44 when they retired. Dennis Eckersley pitched his final game a week before he turned 44, but waited until after his 44th birthday to announce his retirement. Quarterbacks Warren Moon and Vinny Testaverde 
Hockey's Claude Lemieux and basketball's Kevin Willis were all 44 when they got their rocking chairs. A geriatric Sugar Ray Robinson lost his final fight by unanimous, unanimous decision to a soft, punching guy named Joe Archer. Robinson, many, who many considered to be the greatest of all boxing champions, had then become a sad, stale spectacle at the age of 44. As a uniform number, 44 is cool, filling out the broad backs of sluggers Hank Aaron, Reggie Jackson, Willie McCovey. Most of us, whatever our age, don't have the means or often the desire to retire at 44. <clears throat> we do well to heed the words of Henry David Thoreau, who wrote, quote, Do what you love. Know your own bone. Gnaw at it, bury it, unearth it, and gnaw at it still. He was a wise man, that throw, and he packed a lot of life into his 44 years. Nice. That's nice, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I love all Thoreau chewing on his own bone. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. If I, yeah. could, if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Thoreau and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Thoreau, Thoreau him a bone. Get it? Thoreau him now a bone. that... It's fantastic. <laughs> Throw you a bone. Your own bone, That's presumably. Right. I love that. Yeah, That's that a, but I love that quote, too. That I think is it's good. Great. Yeah. It's a nice little segment. And yeah. it's, it kind of ties in everything we do in this like weird sports jersey segment. It does. That we do. Um, so, uh, those players all being named, I'm moving on to my beloved association. How about Kevin Willis, though, playing until 44 Plays years old? Plays until 44. How about I that? I know. We all make a big stink out of Vince Carter. Yeah. He's only 42. Fuck him. What, Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis, 44. 44. That's amazing. And I, I've seen him recently. Looks like he could still play. Yeah, I bet he does. Guy's in great shape. Yeah. Unbelievable. Amazing. Kevin Willis. Love him. Undersized and yet. Effective. Badass. He was a ba badass. Yeah. No, he went after yeah, it. He did. Did the dirty work. He wanted it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Kevin Willis. Nice. <laughs> Other notable 44s in the association, 216 of them to be exact. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Over we like 200. numbers in the 200s. Yeah, we do. Right? You got your Mr. Corey Blunt. Oh, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, you got Boyan Bogey Boyanovich. Oh, I love him. You love that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's 44. Yep. Uh, Sean the Storm and Mormon Bradley. Oh, One yeah. of your favorites. <laughs> one of your all-time favorites. Oh, God. Uh, I wanted him to be one of my favorites. Nearly four blocks a game, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> guy was effective. Doug Moe hitched his wagon <laughs> to Sean Bradley, and that thing crashed faster than you can imagine. Yeah, but Doug Moe's wagon. <laughs> like, let's start there. <laughs> Nobody's hauling that wagon. <laughs> Nobody. Many have tried. <laughs> Nobody could get that wagon over the hill. That's true. You're like, Doug, you got too much shit in this wagon, buddy. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Doug Moe. Right? I love Doug Moe. I, I love him too, but his wagon was overloaded. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Derek D.C. Coleman. Oh. <laughs> Remember Derek of course. Coleman. From the Nets and, and then later with the Sixers. <coughs> Yeah, Derek Coleman. Yeah, anybody else? Wizards, maybe? No, probably not. Uh, I he, remember those two. I think you're Nets he, and Sixers. I feel like he went to the Timberwolves at one time or something been, weird been, like that. It was that. like a weird yeah. third team for a short time. Yeah, he. Uh, but he was a crazy guy. I mean, he was just like a... He was in that whole mix of like the Rashid Wallace drug-addled, you know, big men. Yeah, he played in that era. Yeah. I think cocaine was rampant yeah, and yeah. Uh, malice in the palace and all that <laughs> That's shit. That's right. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. He was one of those guys. He was one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. He, if he was at the malice of the palace, he, we'd be talking about him instead of Ron Artest <laughs> That's right, right now. Yeah. He would have totally jumped in on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was crazy. 
Uh, I want to shout out to the Windex man, Mr. Michael Cage. Oh, you my remember God. Michael Cage? Yes, I haven't thought of Michael Cage in years. See? Oh my God, I loved now, Michael that's Cage. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Michael Cage. Michael Cage, he right? was awesome. Yeah, Jerry Curl. Yeah, he had the Jerry Curl. Yeah, and a rebound a, fanatic. Oh, he was amazing. He rebounded like somebody had his family. <laughs> Tied up, and if he didn't get 20 that night, they were going to kill him. That's right. It was crazy the way he went after Reba. Yeah, he was awesome. We miss guys like that. We totally do. There aren't many guys like that anymore. No, there aren't. Just a handful. Yeah. I want to say Tristan Thompson's close. Yeah. He goes after rebounds like his life depends on He's a on very it. good rebounder. He, yeah. But he does it different than Michael Cage. Michael Absolutely. Cage was like, like an uncaged animal right. going after rebounds. Uh, yeah. A, Tristan a high, Thompson. high jumper and yeah. super strong. And yep. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tristan Thompson is like more about positioning. He's just taking Always in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. yeah that Gets that thing. big bottom on you. Exactly. You just can't jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Michael Cage was like Michael a Cage wild was, man. Yeah. He, was, yeah, he, was he was awesome. Amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. Not unlike Rodman, only a little a little bigger. That's right. A little stronger. Yep. Probably. Um, Austin Crozier. You remember Austin Crozier? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we used to play NBA Live, I used to love shooting threes with Austin oh, Crozier. Certainly you would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He could hit them. Uh, that, that Pacers team... I, so many, so many just lo- lovelies. They really, <laughs> I really, I love so many guys on that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they weird. really had some fun guys. Uh, Hugh Davis, Hubert Davis. Oh, sure. Len Elmore. Oh, the great Len Elmore. The great Len Elmore. The great Greg Foster. <laughs> Follow me down the Greg Foster path. How great was that fucking high and tight crew cut? Yeah, the whole yeah, deal? yeah. Love Greg Foster. Yeah. Um, Rick Foxy Fox. Oh, sure. Right. Yep. War 44 in Boston, which oh, I think is was right? a bit of a sacrilege. Huh. And you'll, we'll get to why at the end of this okay. list. <laughs> George the Iceman Gervin, oh, number 44. The finger roll. Mr. Smooth himself on yeah. his way to the, to the tin. Probably the greatest basketball poster ever. Is the one of him sitting on that ice throne. With the, <laughs> that was a great that? poster. And he's in like the silver uniform. And he's <laughs> holding the basketballs and he's on the ice throne. He's the ice man. Yeah. That was, that was fucking but awesome. Back before I knew props were props, I'm like, that had to have been cold as <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, he looked great on yeah. that throne. Yeah, it was ice awesome. Man. The Iceman. Yeah. Yeah, and that finger roll. That uh, fucking nobody does that anymore. No, it's, it's so gone. hard to do too. It's gone. They're all floaters now. They're all like That's twelve right. foot floaters where yeah. you would have maybe taken a finger roll in the past. That's right. Also, it's it's much. Uh, there's shot blockers are so much better today. True. I well, think the, I mean, Wilt, Bill Russell, those guys were they. They're still in the top ten of all time. You know, blocks yeah. per game. Yeah, so, and he played with those guys. Yeah, but what he I'm did. saying is, it's. It, the finger roll, I think, today, because players get off the floor faster and blah, blah, yeah. blah, that there's a greater chance a finger roll is going to get blocked than like And I want to say he probably developed the finger roll in an, in an era where dunking was either illegal still or just just not illegal. Right, like, right. It or, was not the phenomenon that it is today. Right, or he perceived it as riskier than the finger roll. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But it like still had you know style, going, soul going to the hole, as it, as totally. it were. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. I like a finger roll. Somebody bring it. back the goddamn finger roll. <laughs> I'm sick of a finger rollless NBA. And my Twitter is going to hear about it. Um, Harvey Grant, oh, the lesser known Grant. Yeah. Or the I guess the lesser championship Grant. Right. Um, Solomon Hill. Okay. Dan Issel. Oh, Dan Issel. Dan Issel, yeah. sure, sure. I remember more as a coach than a player, but I know sure. he had a good but career, But also a great too. player. Yeah, yeah. 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 Frank the Tank. 
Comiskey, oh. right? <laughs> yes. Rag the tank, still trying to make a career for himself. Oh, my God. It's weird. Oh, that's right. He is, too. Yeah, he's still he with is. the same yeah. team, I yeah. think. Yeah, Jordan picked him. Is not yeah. backing off of it. <laughs> no. You know, he it's, he's he's like one of the, you know, the guys you look at like, now that's a college player. Right. You know what I mean? There's yes. certain guys you look at and you go, yeah. that guy's got no future in no. the NBA. <laughs> Don't stop thinking that he does. Stop it. Stop it. He doesn't. He's a great college player. Just let him have that. But in the era of the stretch five. Yeah, it seems like a good he, idea. He could really develop a shot and call it a day. You would think so, you know? but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll he's, see. He's no Davis Bertans, that's for sure. Speaking of college-only players, we got a few of them coming up here. Okay. Christian Leitner may be the most all-time. Yeah. He wore 44 with the Hawks. Okay. Um. Brad the Rad Lowhouse. Oh, wore yeah. 44. One of your favorites. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I swore Brad Lowhouse was going to be a phenomenal player. <laughs> I knew it. I just knew it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, tall, shooting, blonde guy in a Celtics uniform. <laughs> this is just how it works. One of them leaves, one of them comes, right? <laughs> what could go wrong? Didn't, didn't work out no, like it that. Didn't no, didn't no. <laughs> no. That didn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jeff Bridges. Have we ever cast Jeff Bridges? Uh, I know this segment is lengthy, but have we ever cast Jeff Bridges? I don't know that we have. Well, buddy. Who would they play? Who would they play? John Ham, Jacob Van Dam, Heather Graham, the boys from Wham. Who would they play? Who would they play? Chris Pratt, Charlie Young, Fat, Benjamin Brad, Oliver Platt. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Jeff Bridges. I mean, anywhere. Anywhere, One wow. One through seven. Really? Jeff Bridges can do it. Wow. Uh, okay, maybe this huge Jeff Bridges fan. Uh, clearly. Did you not? You no. Do, you do not feel this way. I love Jeff Bridges. You do? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, I uh, I recently saw on TV the old 1977 King Kong uh-huh. starring Jeff Bridges right? as the hero. The only thing worth watching in that movie is Jeff Bridges. Well, just Kalang's pretty good. Well, I mean, for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is it's pretty terrible. But, but give uh, me Jeff Bridges all day. Yeah, he's very earnest and very, you know, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. And I I don't well, I don't know I don't know when he turned into this guy. That's right. But he turned into that guy. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and, weird that all of a sudden he became mushmouth <laughs> at some point in his life. I don't know what happened there. I don't either. But, he used to talk just fine. Yeah, that's right. Even as early as the first Iron Man, he was still yeah. <laughs> speaking wonderfully. I don't know if it was bad dental work <laughs> or what happened. Well, I do but, know this about Mr. Jeff Bridges, and I also want to say this. I have uh, a Jesus candle downstairs that I was gifted this very season. Uh, Jeff Bridges dressed as Christ oh, on the go. candle, and it's fucking perfect. It's like I the dude. It. He's the dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's some religion that it's the dude, the dude religion. Well, then I'm that's... color me the dude religion, okay. whatever that is. <laughs> I can't is, remember what it's I'm called, in. but I'm in. it's not dude aronomy, but it's something like that. <sighs> that's not bad. That's not bad. They should <laughs> maybe reconsider, because that's... <laughs> I would. That's not so bad. I kind of like that. Um, Something like that, though. But I do know that he loves to go on massive drug binges after playing difficult roles. I see. So, like, he'll keep himself clean, keep the temple pristine during (laughs) filming. Uh And then when a movie wraps, he just goes on benders. How about that? So... You know, maybe over time, it's just kind of fucking yeah. Holmes' right. ability to speak correctly. That could have been it. It's just a meth thing, <laughs> yeah, right? Or yeah. whatever. I don't yeah. know what he's doing, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Well, maybe it is meth. Like, his teeth might have rotted out of his head, and that's why he can't talk I, I, like I, that. I, I feel like, like this is disparaging. 
<laughs> and he is, you know, he's great. I mean, he's the dude. He's the leader it. of my personal cult. Right. Yeah. And then what what a great performance in in uh, the Big Lebowski. So I mean, so many hilarious. Things. Yeah. So many things. I'm he's, tempted to play the IMDb game with you. Okay. He's in so many things. Like uh, he pops up everywhere. He's in Tron. You know. Remember the old and both. I mean, it's when I first fell in love with him. Quite. Oh frankly. yeah, is that right? Yeah, because yeah. that's like seventy something or early eighties. Early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's old stuff. Yeah. Um, where is Tron? 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 There's King Kong. There's Tron. Eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just uh, just winner after winner throughout yeah. the career. Yeah. Great stuff. But um, you could do this. All right. You could win all the money in my pocket. Okay. Here today. we go. I'm you, just gonna five. You will not. <laughs> But you could. I'm going to fire off a couple real quick. Okay, ready? You need. I need the top four. Big Lebowski. That's right. Um, uh, True Grit. Sadly, no. Oh, one All of right, my but favorite I'll, performances I'll, I'll give you this. a pass on that one because that should be on the top it four. It really should yeah. be. Uh, I'll just say, I don't know, Tron. <laughs> also, no. Okay. <laughs> crazy, right? This is crazy. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know what this is based on because one of these movies makes no sense. Well, give them to me. Why now that I'm top dead. Four. So you got your Hell or High Water. Oh. Which is very popular. I haven't seen it. Is okay. it good? Really good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's... Recent. Very recent film, right? Yeah. yeah 2016. There you go. Good. Okay. Solid film. You'll okay. be engrossed the whole time. You won't... I mean, you won't carry it with you or no go true, proselytizing, no but it's a really good like night watching a movie. Gotcha. You got your crazy heart. Oh. Right? Oh, that was the, the, plays singer, the, the singer. He's the country that's singer. That's right. He's the country yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah. The alcoholic country singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Miss Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Right? Didn't see it. Okay, well, that explains why. You know. <laughs> I knew it was out there. I just sure. I, I wasn't. I, I didn't know. What yeah, the I feel was like from. that got like Oscar noms, and he yeah. got right. So that's yeah. probably why it's up on the sure. top four. Yep. And I think um, T Bone Burnett wrote those songs, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then finally, and this is the perplexing one to me. Although I know it was popular, I think the two you named are better movies. This Starman, did you see it? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good movie, but that was one of the defining roles for him. I think. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, he was really like... Yeah. 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 He was locked in. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then you got your Fearless. That was one of my favorites of his. I don't know if you remember that one. He's in a little movie called um, A A Million Ways to Die. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it's called. It's a... a detective story. Okay. That's uh, part of a series of novels. Um, uh, But it's it's a good movie. It's a... It's from years ago and Andy Garcia plays the bad guy. It's pretty fun. Oh nice. I recommend it. Yeah. Did you did you see the uh the well, I mean obviously you saw The Fisher King. Yes, one great of my movie. one of my favorite roles Me too. of his. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh oh, fuck, what was the There's one the the car one. Uh, you, Tucker, Tucker, oh, Tucker, a man in yeah, his dream. That's right. He's so good in that. That's a great movie. I actually like Tucker a lot more than most people did. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. I really enjoyed. I thought Tucker. it was like stylized and yeah. really cool. And yeah, I thought it was really good. It had that whole water engine vibe. Like you're not allowed to innovate, right? Despite yes. what they tell you about the American dream, and if you actually do something for the people, forget about <laughs> it. Right, and it's part courtroom drama, which I enjoyed. Which also. you love, yeah, uh, ir- irrationally, <laughs> like. <laughs> Just because it has a courtroom in it yeah. doesn't and make it And I think it it's great. a beautiful looking movie. Like I think, it's I think really, it is too. Really cool. I like movies film. of that era and that one in particular is, yeah. I think, really nice. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. All right. So where do you go with them? Uh, I, I would like that era Bridges to be Roma. Okay. For sure. Okay. You slick that hair back. Right. You know? Right. Jeff Bridges in a suit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's that. that's just a. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I could be talked out of it. Right. I I really think I think I think any era bridges would be a really good spanel. I oh. know that might not be the best use of his of his talents. Sure, but. Uh, to me, it's. I'd like, love to see him do it. Yeah, me too. But I, well, I was only thinking what you were thinking is that it, it's just not enough. Right. Yeah. It's not enough bridges. That's right. If you have a bridges. Right. Yeah. Use the bridges. Mm, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just use panel. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess panel then. Bridges has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> right? My wife <laughs> filled in form. I don't know. I'm loving it more and more. <laughs> <laughs> she said you had some award or <laughs> some, some kind of contest. What? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so you're here to sell me some land. <laughs> Thank you know. <laughs> this is this gets better and better. <laughs> Jeff Bridges, welcome. Oh, wow. And you, you these are all inaugural members. Oh That's no. Right. Yeah. No. No? He Jeff Bridges is already sharing a corral with my Bialik. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's upsetting. Why? Well, I don't know. Because poor Mayim is already on the outs as far as I'm concerned. Well, sure. I mean, she, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no contest here. No. Poor Mayim. No. <laughs> but there might be Mayim fans out there who, in the end, vote for her at the end of the year like they should. That's right. So we'll have to just wait and see. You're not wrong. No. All right. Let me finish this list so we can get okay, to good. the good stuff. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, wait, one. Hold on a second. There's, oh. there's good stuff? I wasn't aware. Oh, yeah. We got good stuff coming. We do? Stay tuned. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Do not change that oh, dial. I didn't think. Dial. That, I, Old man. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Um, one half of Thump and Bump. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, you thump, remember Thump, thump and Bump? Thump and Bump. This is thumping a, and bumping. Hugely there's, disappointing. There's bumping and there's thumping. It's hugely and, disappointing. And a bump and a thump. I don't know it's who that is. It's a Sixers phenomenon. Uh, oh. A um, Barkley, Barkley era. And Sixers Rick Mahorn. phenomenon. Yes. Okay. Rick, Rick, Ricky Mahorn. Okay. Lil Ricky Mahorn, they called him. <laughs> yes, Rick Mahorn wore 44. He was a bad man. To Charles' 34. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Pistol Pete Maravich. Oh, yeah. Pistol Pete. I just read a great biography about Pistol oh, Pete. Oh, cool. So good. Yeah. This guy lived a life. Like, you don't even really? know. It's unbelievable. How about that? Yeah, I'll, I'll loan it to you if you're interested. Okay. Uh, Nikola Miritich. Oh, I love this Miritich. seems like a guy you'd love. Yeah, I, I like I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like him bearded. He when he goes no beard, I got no interest. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I agree with you. Let's on that. get that yeah, beard back, sure. Nicola. Yeah. Come on. I wanted him for the Sixers this year. I thought he'd be a perfect like before we got Horford. I was thinking like a Miritich esque guy would have been really sure. good for us. Sure. And Horford's going to factor in heavily over the next month for you guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is good. I think that's a good thing for you. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, the great Paul the Speed Bump Mokeski. <laughs> War number 44. One of the greatest players of all time. <laughs> so you get no argument from me, buddy. <laughs> I'm Mokeski through and through. I love... Uh, I'm team Mokeski. <laughs> this is amazing that we have Mokeski. I know. Is this the good stuff you were referring to? <laughs> this, 
Well, no. <laughs> I meant the... But oh, this is really good. It is I'm really good. I'm not going to lie. If you don't know Paul McKeskey, please, 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 as if we haven't gone on We've about him enough. We've implored you to look him up please. before, and if you haven't done it yet, shame on you. That's right. Because he's, he's worth an image search totally. at the very least. Get some McKeskey in you. Yeah. Well, on you? <laughs> That's not any better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just get some. <laughs> get some. <laughs> I'll get some McKeskey home. <laughs> Oh, me and me. Don Nelson with the oh. Chicago Zephyrs. Oh, the Zephyrs. 444. Sure. Why are there no Zephyrs anymore? I don't get it. Like, uh, yeah, that's a good team name. It's great. Why, with some of the team names we have, or no shit. thank you. Yeah, no. Pelicans? Heat? Zephyrs. I'd like the Zephyrs better. better than the Heat. Way better. Yeah. You don't like the Heat? It's singular. I don't like singular uh, team I, names. I like the Heat. Do you really? I think it's good for Miami. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's a little on I mean, the nose. Sense. It's a little on the nose. I guess that's true. Think? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The Miami but what are you going to be like the Miami the, the club skanks? Pl- like what What else is in Miami? Those those pink birds. The flamingos. The flamingos. Yeah. The flamingos. Fun, Miami flamingos. <laughs> Miami flamingos. <laughs> Here from the Miami flamingos. <laughs> He's going down to see the flamingos. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> oh man, I like flamingos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a bird, sure. not as a team name. No, it's a little weak yeah. for a team name. I'd rather yeah. the heat. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Brian the Red Mamba Scalabrini. <laughs> oh sure, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Scal. I know you he's do. the you know he's the color guy for this. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love, he's great. Um, Rod Thorn. Oh, Hot Rod Thorn. Oh. Sonics Hawks bullets. Yeah. War War forty four throughout. Keithy Van Horn, little Keithy Van Horn, remember? Former, Mr. High Sox himself? Yeah, former uh Sixer Great Keith Van Horn. Sixer Great, next Was he great? A sixer great? Yeah. yeah. Did I know. he just follow Derek Coleman? Like I don't, that's I don't weird. Know. Very strange. Yeah. Tall socks. Yeah. Taller the better, I always say. Another great college player. Keith Van Horn had a Pretty decent good. pro career. Yeah, he was decent. I'd say for he, sure. yeah. he's not in the category of a Leitner or a... Kaminsky. Who was that other stiff? Kaminsky. Right. Kaminsky, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, Jerry the Logo West. Oh. Or number 44. There you huh? go. That's, that's crazy, right? That's big time. Yeah, that's this huge. That's a big time number. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. You know? Um, Robert Williams, the future all-star center of the greatest American sports franchise in history, uh-huh. will does wear 44 and will be wearing it when he's an all-star. Right. And one Mr. Tyler Zeller. Ugh. You don't like the Zeller clan. No, you, you know I hate the Zellers. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I don't know why. We've been over this I, in a previous episode, well, my distaste for the Zellers. You know, when you, you don't condescend to me. <laughs> you're like, we've been over this. I'm, just <laughs> tell me again. What do you, why don't you like the Zellers? Your wife. Tell me again. <laughs> do you hate, tell me do again. you hate one Zeller more than the other Zeller? No, I, I can't really distinguish them. Really? Yeah. You got your Tyler and your Cody, Ugh. and then I think there's one other Zeller. No, thank you. I, I prefer Tyler. <laughs> I like Tyler. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm a Ty guy. <laughs> I'm team Tyler. Okay. Yeah. First of all, let's talk about their first names, <laughs> Tyler and Cody. Tyler and Cody. This is gross. It's a it Disney show. Out, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it starts out gross, and it just gets worse. I mean, come on. It seems- Get them out of here. Maybe a little- Cousin lovey. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't mean to disparage. I'm just Ugh. saying it seems a little yeah no a little inbredy. Yes, the whole exactly. Zeller clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I can see them and the uh, the Plumleys hanging out at the country club. 
you know. Plumley. <laughs> yes, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. You know, they're, yeah, in, a, they're in a frat together. You're they're right. It's gross. Busting beers on each other's heads and stuff. It's just, you know, it's just disgusting. It's gross. Well. They're gross. Tyler leads the league in crushed beer cans <laughs> on his <laughs> on his cranium, cro magnum cranium. <laughs> okay, and last but certainly not least, okay, certainly not least, the biter himself, also known as the architect, the trader extraordinaire, scourge of Philadelphia sports fans, <laughs> the foreman Mormon, as I like to call him. Current GM and former four-time champion of the greatest American sports franchise in history. <laughs> the one, the only, Mr. Daniel R. Ainge. <laughs> A moment of silence, please. There you go. There it is. Ainge glad we did number 44. Ah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Nobody better. No. <laughs> Nobody better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, I mean I, obviously it's your heart's not in it. I appreciate <laughs> you going along with this. But uh I mean we, even on his own team there were players that were better. Players. Yeah. I'm talking about the now. <laughs> I'm not unlike uh, Polish poet guy. Oh, now is the, now. the time. The yeah. now is the hero. Now. Danny Ainge just keeps building great teams. It's true. Right? It's true. Fleecing people out of draft picks left <laughs> and right. Every year. Scourge of Philadelphia basketball fans. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He keeps robbing from them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do love it. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah, he's a terrific GM for sure. Yeah. And no, yeah. and but okay, but how how could he be the greatest player on his teams? He played with Bird and McHale and Parrish and Barkley and you know, Marley. He, you yeah. know, it, it, he was never gonna be the greatest. Right. But as a role player, Maybe one of the best ever. Right. You know? Yep. Totes. Yeah. That's how guys like Marcus Smart get on your ball club. Because Danny Ainge was a Marcus Smart. You know what I mean? He can see it. He can find it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Your your heart is clearly not. <laughs> Let's move you, on. How Let's could move you on. expect it to be? Fine. <laughs> Fine. How could you expect Fine. it to? <sighs> I said my piece. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. That was delightful. It was, wasn't it? It really was. You know what we're going to do now, don't you? I think I do know. And so we're starting up a new season here. This is exciting. I inaugural like, episode. Yeah, of this new... Inaugural minute. Right. Of season two. Season two, episode one. Which That's I right. promised would be unlike any other season. <laughs> <laughs> now, do we need... To, I, 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 we sent out the story episode. Hopefully, people enjoyed listening back to all of the... All of the, the minutes. Scenes. yeah. Seemed together. Right. So, at the end, how we left it was, there was lots of, like, salesmen on the ground, basically, right? Yeah. Like, we, Ricky had gotten hit by a car. Right. And then um, George got beat up at the... At the interview, oh Georgie boy, and then Shelley got abducted, uh, escaping from prison, right? And, and then Moss with, with all those other dudes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they yeah. were left behind. They right? were, yeah. That's and right. So they just that's took right. Shelley. Just Shelley, yeah, that's right. Get in the van, you know that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, um, thank you very much. <laughs> and then Dave got sprayed by some mysterious stranger with Dave. some knockout gas or okay. whatever. All right, glad you clarified. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and he's put into his own car and driven away, just yeah, somewhere. And that was where we left it. And I remember at the end of last season just being like, this is bananas. Right. What is happening yeah. to our guys? It was quite a cliffhanger. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So I guess now is when we start finding out. We start putting the pieces together. Yeah. Let's see. I have your attention, please. Because you're talking about... You're talking about what? Some potato salad you ate? Some colleague you particularly admire? Let's talk about something important. Pick a beer up. Beer is for closers only. You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown. And I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of congratulations. So go ahead, pick up a beer. Let's have a toast. First of all, let me welcome you all to the 1990 Premier Properties Company Picnic. And today, we are here to celebrate you. All of you. Because 1989 was our best year on record. That's right. So here's to you, the great salesman of Premier Properties. Thank you for an outstanding year. You're the best. Thank you. Oh, and I'll see you all later at the starting line for the big contest of the day, the three-legged race. Ricky, Ricky. Yes, George. How are you doing? Fine. What do you mean, in the race? In the three-legged race? Okay, yes, the race. (laughs) I'm fucked in the race. I don't have a partner. I don't have a... Bunch of fucking nonsense, any case. It, it is? That's right. Are you entering? Oh, yes, George. Ricky and I are the defending champions. One thing, Dave, of which I wanted to go over with you, of which about the three-legged race is I wanted to talk to you regarding our strategy. The strategy? The strategy? Get a load of this guy with the fucking strategy. This may make us run faster. It may not. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But listen to what I'm going to tell you now. Shelly, hey, Shelly, are you entering the, uh... Hey, are you okay? I'm fine, George. It's nothing. What? What's the matter? Uh, my wife. My daughter's home with a runny nose. My wife's all... <laughs> you know, she's worried. Kids, right? They'll worry you to death. Yeah. I'm sure it's nothing, Shelly. Yeah, she'll be fine, right? Listen, Shell, are you entering the three-legged race? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. I can't, uh... I can't... I I don't think I can. Why not? Uh, When I put my leg in the potato sack, I I get nervous. That's not the three-legged race, George. That's the potato sack race. Oh, they're different? Yeah. You gonna enter? 
Well, would you be my partner? Sure thing, George. Right. It's a long track with no turning, Pally. You and me out there working the three-legged race, and we'll go out there and we'll take the trophy from Dave and Ricky, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I love this job. Ah, me too, George. Me too. Shelly. Shelly. What? Wake up. Huh? Wake up, Shell. It's George. Wake up. What? What? Ah, uh, what? Where am I? What? George? Oh, thank God. I thought you were dead. I think I was having a dream. Oh, my head. Jesus. George, what What happened to you? I don't know. Some guys beat me up at a job interview. That's not right. And, and, then, and then I woke up here. Where are we? We're in a van or something. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're taking us. Well, who's they? I don't know that either. Must be those guys who abducted me. They were like... Foreign terrorists or something. Terrorists? Oh, I'm scared, Shell. Try to relax, George. They kept us alive for some reason. There's something else. Okay. What? I think there's someone else here with us. It's it's dark in here. I can't... Shh, shh. Listen. I don't like the sounds of that. Well, what are we going to do? I don't know, George. I don't know. Whoa. Woe is right. Spooky? I mean, unnerving. Yes. Certainly. For sure. And uh, just wacky crazy. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? And, well, there's a flashback and yeah. there's a picnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there. There's so much going on. I think what we have to do is go back to the top. I mean, that's what you always tell me. <laughs> I have yet to be convinced. <laughs> So yeah, it started out there's sort of like some pleasant music and and it's a bright sunny day and it paints a, a whole different picture yeah. of what Premier Properties was and and of where we ended the last season. Yeah, it's completely unrelated. Yeah, a big break. So yeah. it's a beautiful sunny day. We're in a beautiful green park, picnic tables uh-huh. and barbecuing uh-huh. and kids running around playing and pastoral. Yeah, it's it's people hang, hanging out, drinking beers, having a little party. There's a little stage up there, and then and then Blake, who should grace the stage exactly? Blake Blake comes up in front An of upbeat. everybody. Blake, very relaxed, uh-huh. looking upbeat and happy, uh-huh. which is weird. Uh, yeah, casual even. Super cash. Yeah. Super cash. Strolls up to the, the mic. Birkenstocks alone. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is Blake. Yeah. You see these sandals. <laughs> You see these sandals? They're so, very, very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whole different guy. He is. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh-huh. So he takes the mic and he and he gives a little speech, and it turns out we're at the, at the company picnic, the Premier Properties company picnic. Yeah. From you, company picnic. <laughs> <laughs> from two years ago, though, right? Cause right. We presume it's a bit of a flashback. A of, flashback. Of, yeah. Yeah. To happier days, I guess. Exactly. And so he says how uh, happy he is everyone's there. He's inviting people to pick up a beer instead of putting coffee down. We're no, now you're, not, you're picking a beer. Picking a beer up. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's a whole world's topsy-turvy. Having a toast. Yeah. And Down uh, is up, left is right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. But uh, he salutes the great salesman of Premier Properties. What is I mean, this? <laughs> it's a whole new Blake. It's amazing. I mean, I wish, yeah. I, 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 now I want to know where the switch happened. Yeah. You know? With somewhere between here and what we How saw in the movie. How do you go from this Blake to 
the verbal rape <laughs> of the Blake we see <laughs> in two years. In just two years. Right. In two short years. Yeah. Man, it life must have been tough. It must have been a downhill, yeah, steep downhill. Or run. Mitch and Murray were just you know chapping his ass because the numbers were down. Something. Who knows? Yeah, I don't Who know. Yeah. But they must have gone down precipitously because 1989 was their best year on record. Best year on record. Yeah. So so in two short years, things they've went gone south. to having to cut most of the staff. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Go fire half the guys. That's right. Yeah, because they're not pulling their. Weight. I can only hope my job does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that you're one of the half. And then I'll that be on the relieved. bottom half of yeah. the board. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Thanks, buddy. Um, so yeah, so uh, he he gives him a toast. He says thank you to the Salesforce biggest year on record. And then he's going to meet everybody later. Congratulatory. The, yeah, congratulatory. Mick and Mer- Mitch and Murray are want to congratulate everyone. Blah blah. And he's going to meet everybody later for the three legged race, which seems to be kind of a big deal. It does. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree George, that it does. George is upset. Almost too much of a big deal. <laughs> Why? You, those are fun. These are competitive guys. You know what I mean? They want to have a race. Yeah. Compete with each other. Now, I I will admit, we didn't get to it yet. Maybe I should save it. But I will admit that the, I, I often also confuse the potato sacking race <laughs> and the three-legged race. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you just jump with the potato sack. Yeah, is that how that works? Yeah, you gotta yeah you gotta move move faster than anybody else while you're inside of a potato, In a potato sack. sack. Yeah, and how do they how do they when on the three legged race? What's the attachment method of the two legs? I don't know whatever it is, but they tie the two legs together. They just with tie them together. Something. Yeah, ribbons or or right. you know, I don't know what it is. Okay, rubber bands or but ro- you're just rope or pressed something. up against with the yeah you're sharing you're you're sharing bands. I don't know <laughs> you're sharing. T- a leg, like uh-huh. you've, is you're turning four legs into three. That's so right, right. You put two the together. two middle legs <laughs> are strapped together. That's right. Yeah, in some fashion. That's right. Yeah, like down by the ankle. Yeah, yeah. I I do this with my Bialik. <laughs> I'd run a three legged race with her. Would you? Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. You think she's very fast? I I don't think I'm very fast. Okay, so it doesn't go. really matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, George would love to find a partner. He doesn't have one. Absolutely. So he's asking pretty much everybody at the thing if, if they want to be his partner. Right. So he goes to Ricky. Um, but Ricky and Dave are the champions. They are they are the standing champs. That's right. Right? Last year's champs, presumably even years past. It could have been. Yeah. 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 And we know that we know, well, we pres- we presume that Dave is the fastest guy in the office based on our... Uh, fantasy about them running to <laughs> running to the middle of the court to get the leads. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of so. course. Yeah. No one's beaten Dave Moss to no. those leads. No. No. And, and Ricky basically, if he's you know, whoever's matched up with him, you just have to kind of keep up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't like, be a huge drag. Exactly. On the speedster. <laughs> That's right. Dave Moss. That's right. Because Dave will get you over to finish line. <laughs> he will. Even <laughs> if he has to drag you. Right. <laughs> he will. <laughs> That's I want right. to say though that if the race be- turns from a sprint into any kind of longer distance, Dave Moss is done. Yeah, he yeah. does not have the stamina. No, he'd blow. He's he'd sucking blow down out. cigarettes like they're you know going out of style. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, half, if he was doing like a mile long race, he'd be smoking cigarettes. You know, after the first forget about it. quarter mile. Stupid fucking race. <laughs> Fuck this race. Fuck running. <laughs> Who runs? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's why God invented cars. <laughs> the fuck. Um. So, uh, so, and and Ricky, Ricky wants to discuss the strategy, strategy. with Dave, <laughs> right? Of a win. three-legged race. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess there's some strategy. Maybe there you is. You got to get yeah. a rhythm down, I, right. I'd imagine, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's certain kind of teamwork that goes into it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. You have to like work. That's the whole point of three-legged race is teamwork. Right. Like working together. Your partner, the man, the man who, who is, is your, your partner. partner. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Grace, by the way. For? It's well done to make the... The thing that requires you working with your partner, the thing that is the cent- central theme of this episode. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good point. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so Ricky and George go off, to, or Ricky and, and Dave go off to discuss their strategy. Strategy. Three-legged race strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Shelly comes, the record. Shelly comes wandering by, uh, looking a little distracted, and George you know, shouts out to him to try to get him to, to join him for the, the race. Then he notices Shelly. Notices Shelly's. A little off. Yeah. So he asks if everything's okay, and apparently, uh, Shelley's daughter is home with a with a runny nose. Yeah, a bit of a sniffle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing. Though. I'm sure I'm it is. No. She'll be fine in no time. Yeah, she'll yeah. be right back to doing whatever she does. No trouble with her at all. No, no. In the health department. No. <laughs> she's gonna be. She'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, she'll be. <laughs> she'll be right as rain <laughs> before you know it. Um, kids, <laughs> right? They'll worry you to death. I love that, George. Um, and so then George asks Shelly if he wants to enter the race. Right. Uh, and then we go, we already covered the confusion about a three-legged race that or a potato sack yeah, race. Right. It is yeah. confusing. It I is. Think, yeah. I think maybe some three-legged races are run by putting both legs in a sack. <laughs> and I think that's where my confusion <laughs> well, that wound would, up. That would be a three-legged potato a sack A three-legged race, potato sack race. Yeah. 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 Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> See, that would be really hard because it's hard enough when your legs are attached to run together, right? But if your legs are just loose, two legs loose in a bag. Two legs loose in a bag is, is a mess. You know what I mean? Like, how do you stay together with another person? I've like seen that? this internet video, and it is not <laughs> pleasant. Two legs loose in a bag. Don't do it. Don't click on it. It's the, that's the sequel to that movie about the twelve heads in a duffel bag, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, once they get that confusion out of the way about what race is actually being run, George wants Shelly to be his partner and Shelly's all about it. He's like, we're going to go out there. It's a long track with no turn and pally. That's hilarious. You and me working the three E-legged race. Hope you don't mind me saying. <laughs> I don't. That's phenomenal. And they're going to go out there and take the trophy from Dave and Ricky. Ha ha. They're having a great time. And then we see, you know, they're laughing. They're having a good time. And George, in fact, loves this job. As does Shelley. I mean, again, it's idyllic. Yeah, it at is. this point, that's right. How it all goes so sour so fast is the question. <laughs> I wonder right? if we'll ever find I, out. Well, I mean, we're heading in that direction in a way. It seems like it. Yeah, but then just when you think you know what's going on, right, everything changes. So all of a sudden, George is like, "Shelley, wake up!" and and Shelley's at the picnic, looking around like, "What? What are you talking about?" And yep. then, like. Instantly. Snap back to reality. Yeah, snap back to the reality. And Oop, there goes gravity. <laughs> Oop, there goes gravity. Won't give up that easy. Nope. Sorry. What, what are we doing? <laughs> what is this? If you had to guess, what would it be? It's some kind of hip hop song. Some kind of hip hop song. song. Well done, buddy. I'm guessing it's, uh, it's a Snoop Dogg number. That's Mom's Spaghetti. That's the Eminem song. That's how it mom's starts. Spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. Remember we had the whole mom's spaghetti? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And you were like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, this thing is all over the internet, man. What are you how did you miss mom's spaghetti? I've still missed it. I never got went back and caught it up. Mom on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. 
He's nervous, dude. Yes. Okay. Eight Mile. Check it out. <laughs> okay. Good film. All right. Anyway, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Sorry, I couldn't. Yeah. Could I said snap back to reality? That's right. And then I just couldn't. So know. we do get snap back to reality, That's and all right. of a sudden we're in this in the in this darkened van. Yeah, and and George is there, kind of shaking Shelley, trying to get him to wake up. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. And Shelley does. He's like, "Well, where am I?" And he realizes he's there with George. Uh, George says, "Thank God, I thought you were dead." Yeah. So he must have been out pretty cold. Yeah. When they got hit by that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me heat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, where do you you put that in the timeline? Like what? A half hour ago? Yeah, I guess. Forty five minutes ago. Like probably. we're right on the. We're picking this up right as season one ended. Kind exactly. Of, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, I love when shows do that. Grace. <laughs> Grace. Well done. Well done. I do. When season two picks up like in the immediate spot the season one ended, I'm all over it. What I love a, it. What about in the theater? Do you like it when the curtain comes up for act two and all the actors are in the exact same space places they were at the end of act it one? Depends. It depends. That can get a little tropey. It does. You know, it gets yeah. a little stagey. Yeah. But if it's done well, I'm sure I'd love it. Yeah. You know? It also makes you think, why did we have an intermission? <laughs> why didn't you just keep going? Because I'm old and I have to pee. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're picking right up where we left off. Uh, uh, Shelly asked George, what happened? Jeez, he sees his face is like beat up. He's like, Jesus, what happened to you? What happened? George got beat up at a job interview, and that's not right, apparently. Right. That's not right. And then That's uh, not right. <laughs> Is that right? He woke up in the van. How do you talk to me that way? <laughs> and they don't know where they are, where they're going. Or they're who's, just in a van, a dark, captured darkened them. van. Yeah, the back like of a panel van with no windows no or windows. anything. No. Uh, it seems like it's nighttime. Or, you know, who knows? Yeah, who it's knows? It's just blacked out yeah, windows. That's right. You know? Yeah, but it's very dark in there. We can barely see them. Uh, they don't know where they're taking them. They don't know who's taking them. Shelly thinks it must be the guys who abducted him, the foreign right, terrorists. Right. They assume terrorists. Which makes George very nervous. George is nervous about terrorism. That's right. Right? <laughs> and then, as if they're not scared enough, George says there's something else. And if they listen... Little did we know. Right. In, he meant someone else. Right. In the darkness, if when they stop and listen, you can hear some guy like breathing and chains rattling and what? stuff. <laughs> Some kind of creature chained in oh there with gosh. them. <laughs> and they don't know what they're going to do. They don't. And that's and then the scene ends. Boom. Yeah. It was something. What is in that van, dude? <laughs> I don't even want to want to I wish they had a shamesh. To, oh, uh, to light the... Yeah. yeah, just light that puppy up. See who's in there with you. Yeah, they'd only need it the one time. <laughs> see if they're Jewish. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> Are we good? Are we... Is it all okay? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something. It is something. It's it's something. It starts off the season with a bang. Let me tell you. It's more of a van ride, but yeah, yeah. it's a, it. What it does is it just intrigues you. That's There's true. Lots of intrigue here. There is. Right. Yeah. See, I think juxtaposing seeing how idyllic their lives once were, not that long ago. Right. To being prisoners chained in a van. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's inevitable once you are a prisoner chained in a van, trust me, I know, <laughs> you think back to the last time it was good and you're like, what happened? Right. How did I get here? Yes. So Shelley having that flashback is just his subconscious mind. Right. You know, trying to find 
a more peaceful time, a safer time, right? A and better time. Yeah, and fi- figure out where it all went wrong. Where it all went wrong. That's yeah. what the brain is doing. There, right. Trying to piece together that story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Really is. <laughs> really good. It was good. Really good stuff. <laughs> a lot of fun. And that's that. So uh, that's that. That's the end of that. That's thing. it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. All right. The one thing I will note is, you know, we saw a little bit of Ricky in the flashback, uh-huh. but we haven't heard anything from Ricky. In this in this thing, so right. Nor nor Dave. We don't know what happened. Did to we him remind either, the so. listeners what happened to Ricky? Yeah. What was the last we saw of Ricky? Yeah, he got hit by the car. Got hit by the car. Yeah. Yeah. So you cab company man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit by a cab out of nowhere. Yeah. So we're still hanging by a thread to find out what's going on there. Indeed. So indeed. Stay tuned. Can I'll turn on a dime, man. That's oh, that's right. Lo- hug your loved ones. Life. Yeah. Moves pretty fast. <laughs> If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it. That's true. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. I don't have anything else. Do you I have think anything I'm, else? I'm just happy to be back. If I express that, I'm happy to be back. It's great to be back. Seeing you across the table, <laughs> even despite that, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> just happy to be here doing this with you. Yeah, it's fun. My buddy. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it has been a while. It's, we're back in the saddle. I know. Here it's we great. go. And we'll be back again uh, next week. Grace is going to keep working. We're going to yeah, keep working. That's right. We did a lot of maintenance on Grace. She seems to Troy be working great. Troy is going to keep working. <laughs> he is? Well, again, aces in our places. Right. If we have something if to measure. If we have Troy ounce issue, right. <laughs> we got our guy. Good. Okay. I mean, that's something we can cross off the list, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if you realize how lucky that makes us. <laughs> We've got that Troy ounce thing settled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We Think don't have about to worry all the times in your life you've been worried about what happens if I need a Troy ounce answer. <laughs> You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So. All those times. Thank your lucky Troy's. That's right. You know? <laughs> good point. Yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, always hit us up on Twitter if you want to chat. Yeah. You want to argue? <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah, let's do that. You yeah, know, that's, Bill's that's here for the thing. chats. That's right. And I'm he's here, here for argue. the arguments. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> let's make it happen. Do it. We'll keep working. You keep listening. Yeah. That's the deal. And that's it. Awesome. We love you. Bye. Bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it. What would David Mamet?